Forgotten Cartridge. My name is Gary. And I'm Kevin. And we are here to talk about Izzy's quest for the Olympic rings for the Sega Genesis. It's the first time we got the name right. <laughs> we always forget the name. The live stream was awkward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we actually had to set the uh, box up in front of us. J- just a little peek behind the curtain. But <laughs> uh, yeah, this was... Uh, this was our first time with this game, we opened it up live on the air and, and smelled it and it was underwhelming. It didn't smell like I expected it to. Yeah, sometimes new games smell good. This one just kind of smelled. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but did the game smell as a game? We'll have to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a game that was released in 1995. Uh, best we can tell from the internet is what April. April ninety five is what Wikipedia says. Although um, Wikipedia has different dates for the Super Nintendo version, so yeah. take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like you can just edit Wikipedia at your own free will. <laughs> it is a place for facts. And so you know the game was released and. To kind of go alongside the timing of the 1996 Summer Olympics, which were held in Atlanta that year. That's right. And I guess there's a there's a lot of history to Izzy. Do you want to kind of read a little bit of what the uh, very reliable Wikipedia says? <laughs> so again, we're using Wikipedia here. So Izzy was the uh, official mascot of the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta that year. I guess he was... Actually, initially named What Is It, which might have been a better name. Yeah. And so he was introduced at the conclusion of the 92 Summer Olympics. But apparently Izzy was not particularly well-liked. Apparently one of his popular nicknames in the media was The Sperm and Sneakers, which (laughs) is a little rough. Yeah. And then apparently a joke circulated within Atlanta at the end of the Olympics was that the blue line painted on Peachtree Road was Izzy's ass being dragged out of town. (laughs) So I guess Izzy wasn't necessarily beloved as a mascot of the Olympics, but yeah. Poor Izzy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's kind of a cute little guy in the game. I feel a little bad for him. He is, yeah. So he was designed... I remember reading about this, that his design was started, I think, at the end of the previous Olympics. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. 91, 92, something like that. It's weird though, because I get so many Sonic vibes from him. Just looking at him, he's he's blue, he's got red sneakers. Yeah, it's and, true. Uh, and he's, he's uh, uh, a, an adorable little rambunctious thing. But, so I don't know. I, I, if, if he were created just for this game, I could see why he would look like Sonic. But apparently his creation was longer than that. I don't know. Well, Sonic could probably win the gold medal in That's, racing and the meter dash and stuff. So at the very least, sense. <laughs> <laughs> he can he can jump without slowdowns too, unlike our buddy Izzy. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a little later on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's 
it's funny, like, I, I want to use this section to talk about the history of the game, but there's not much besides release date, so. Yeah, it doesn't seem like this was a particularly popular game overall. No. Um, there really isn't much information on Wikipedia about it. Mm-mm. It seems like it was just kind of an Olympics tie-in that they released. Yeah. Um, nothing about, like, sales numbers or anything like that we could find. Um, a couple of reviews, which were mixed at best i would say right right we might have to read some of the youtube comments later because oh, those were the best reviews of the game that i saw <laughs> yeah, some of those were pretty good <laughs> but i mean when you're having to go to a, a youtube video to find people to talking about a game that's usually not a good sign yeah uh <laughs> definitely a forgotten game yeah for sure <laughs> a strong one to start out with and actually i'm going to say it up front, I think it was a pretty good one to start with because the live stream, which we just finished, was really fun. <laughs> There's a lot about this game that, like, I, I never got tired of it. I thought I was getting there, but that was actually the last level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it there were parts of it that were a little tiring or parts of it that were a little difficult, but sometimes the gameplay would start switching it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. It, it didn't really get to a point where you're like, oh, God, when is this going to end? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's repetitive, though, because there's no boss fights. No boss fights. None at all. Weird. Um, there's lots of annoying little critters for you to fight against, but no big bosses, uh, so to speak. And uh, a couple things about interesting about this game. Well, let's talk about the jumping in this game. <laughs> right. So the A and B button, they're like a normal jump. We'll call it a normal jump. Yeah. And... As soon as you hit that button, the game starts, like, lagging. Like, the frame rate in the game, like, completely drops. <laughs> right. And so it, it's really surprising. I, I, I don't know of many games that have such severe reduces in, like, the frame rate from just jumping. Now, obviously, some games, if there's a lot of enemies on screen, yep. it'll reduce. And some of that happened in this game. But this game, if you jump, the frame rate will, like, stutter. Right. And... Another thing interesting about the jumping was the fact that you could hit any enemy, like you could be below them, or like even if they had like spikes on their head, you could jump on their head and it would just kill them. Like jumping was like actually really good because I don't think even projectiles could hurt you while you were jumping. It seemed to be, yeah. We were so scared to find out though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It took us a few levels to actually like summon up the bravery to try it out. but. But one more thing about the jumping mechanic. So there's also the C jump, which is, I'll call it a long jump. Right. I can't remember what the game calls it. I, I think it was long jump. Long jump. I mean, it's appropriate for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I think it was supposed to be appropriate for the Olympics. But the weird thing about the long jump is if you hit an enemy while doing a long jump, you will kill the enemy, but you will take damage. Right. And that was something that was like totally unique to this game, like mm-hmm. that there would be two different jumps, but... One, you weren't safe in the air, and the other, you were. Yeah, and and on that note, like, speaking of unique things that made it a little more difficult was that th- this was basically two hit points. You get two hit points. The, if, so if you made a mistake and long jumped, which we actually didn't do this, if you made a mistake and hit the C button and hit an enemy while you had already been hit once, you would die, Yeah, presumably. And that's just a weird mechanic yeah yeah it, it was a weird mechanic but uh, do you want to talk about how you get your health back yeah that, that was, was kind of cool like it was the parts that I don't like are actually balanced out by the parts that I do like which is good so there are little 
gold, bronze, and silver medals, which I guess might have different point scores. Yeah, so I think part of the game is trying to have like a high point score. I, really, that sounds more like an 80s concept rather than a yeah. 90s concept. <laughs> it does. But yeah, like even in like the booklet, since we had like a full complete in box copy, mm-hmm. you can write down your high score in the back of the booklet. Oh, Not shoot. that we're going to do that. Yeah. I, we can always look up what our high score oh, was there. Right. We <laughs> had the video. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We did. Um, yeah, it's it's cool, though. It's it's a different system. And, and at least we played it on normal mode because there's practice, normal, and difficult. And uh, did we try all three? No, we just tried normal. We and tried normal and difficult. difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with normal, at any rate, like, there's a lot of medallions just laying around that you can pick up and restore your health. But you have to find three. So... There, there were some hairy moments where it was like, I've got, I see one floating right there. I need to get to two more so I can't die yeah. until I find those other two hit point or uh, medals to round out my hit point. Yeah, I remember right at the end, I needed one more medal to get my hit point back. Yeah. And I thought about missing a jump to try and get like the medal <laughs> to get my health back. But I ended up making the jump and then it was like right at the end it of was, the game. It was literally the end of the game, which was crazy. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't go for the medal. <laughs> Didn't go for the gold. <laughs> right. Yeah, so you're trying to get the five Olympic rings. Mm-hmm. And we got four. So I didn't know this going into it because there's no information about this game. And we didn't read the booklet until we were on the last <laughs> level, basically. Uh, but, yeah, so you have to get three of the rings will appear in the normal levels. Or the normal worlds, I guess. Because you start in ancient Greece, then you go to... Lava world. Lava world. <laughs> and then you go to, uh, what is it called? Vortex to Atlanta or something like that? It, it was the road to Atlanta. The road to Atlanta. And um, yeah, if you're from Atlanta, don't take offense, but it looked like <laughs> mountains of boogers in the background. And yeah, it, it looks worse than Atlanta does. <laughs> right? <laughs> it really does. It was just, um, I, don't, I don't understand that. I guess maybe it was, it looked kind of like, in the matrix like all the the mm-hmm. black background with just green number or letters numbers whatever <laughs> but um i know that was not the point because it was three years before that <laughs> yeah yeah but still it's just it's there's a lot of weird things about this game yeah one of the things that izzy can do is that he can transform himself at certain parts of the level there's Areas where you can transform yourself and you're kind of doing an Olympic sport. Like one was baseball, which isn't an Olympic sport anymore, but at the time right. it was. Um, you can transform into like an archery mm-hmm. um, person, I guess an archer. Or, and you can transform into... What else? Wow. Uh, there were a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a paraglider or like you would have the... Um, like uh, I can't think of what they're called. It's what... Pac-Man was flying in the new in the Pac-Man too. <laughs> I've got that game sitting right there. I, I I don't know what it's called either off the top of my head. Paraglide? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyways, yeah. So you can kind of fly to the left for just a short time and like maybe get a collectible or or get something and then and then uh, also you could turn into a rocket and mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's it. There might be something else. Um, I feel like there's something else. Uh, you could skate. Didn't I skateboard? You skateboarded at one, point? one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, th- 
feel like there was something else. To, you can, um, at points, this wasn't a transformation, but you'd be like diving off diving boards. Oh, yeah. And then Izzy would have a nice little animation of him diving. Actually, the animations in this game were yeah. really good. I actually really enjoyed that part of the game. Mm-hmm. They knew it was their best <laughs> feature, basically. Yeah, so I think if you go into the option screen, yep. there is a like option where you can just see all of the Dizzy or Izzy's animations <laughs> in the entire game, and it's actually really cool. Yeah, uh, we actually did it before we started, and we started getting really nervous. Like, uh oh, is there like a lot of stuff we have to learn about this game before <laughs> we play it? Right. But really, they're just kind of at set parts of the level to kind of break up just your normal platforming action. Yeah, it's it's super neat. I've never seen anything like this before and I would not be surprised if I don't see anything like it again but it's just it's super cool it's a neat little thing to uh, see what all Izzy's capable of (laughs) yeah so one thing that I didn't like although I should say if you read the booklet you should probably be expecting this (laughs) but so you know there are five or yeah five Olympic rings Mm -hmm. and so I thought we were gonna have to go through five worlds to get the five Olympic rings right and I know we had found one like on accident in one of the secret worlds, but mm-hmm. we kind of, I didn't really think much of it. I thought it was just kind of like a little like silly thing, side thing. Yep. But essentially the game ended after the first act of the third world for us. And so I was expecting the game to last five worlds. Right. And so to me, it really just ended completely suddenly, like out of the blue. Because the first two worlds both had three acts. Yes. And then we get to the road to Atlanta, which is the third world. Mm -hmm. And for us, it only had one act. Now, I guess if you do collect all the Olympic rings, you would get an additional stage. Yes. Yeah. So we missed one in what is essentially a glorified bonus round. I forget what it exactly it was called, but yeah, it was um, it was it was after a level, and I don't know, maybe it was that second that second level because we didn't go to a bonus round after that second level. Yeah, I, I'm really not sure how exactly it works. It, it might maybe be it's random. It it might be random. It might be there are two types of bonuses. One where you get the torches and you get a bonus because I could have sworn at some point it said oh. you get bonus, but that maybe that's bonus points. So maybe it's either how many points you score in the level or how quickly you finish the level. Because when we... um, We played through one stage on difficult mode after we, like, understood the game. Like, just kind of playing around, seeing what difficult mode looked like. And I believe we had the opportunity to get get the ring. Just, I think we died. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. It was difficult mode. (laughs) (laughs) And, And we'd already spent, like, two hours on normal mode. So it was like, I don't even... Yeah, I didn't care enough to really push through with that (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah so that was kind of disappointing but we did we did do our due diligence and we jumped on youtube and we watched the last level of the game which turns the boogers purple this time yeah yeah that's an innovation (laughs) honestly i'm a little maybe a little glad we didn't make it there because it was a really long like rocket ship portion and those were always difficult yeah yeah so maybe it was best that we uh didn't get all those olympic rings yeah. izzy looked pretty happy regardless like that, <laughs> the ending is pretty similar I yeah think. the only thing that we missed is we didn't get to see him actually light the olympic torch in atlanta with uh a very generic background picture of izzy's of different colors or so they looked <laughs> no right. humans it looked like other izzy's of different colors which made me really wonder if uh, there was something supposed to happen with space aliens invading the Atlanta Olympics or whatever. Because 
presumably that's what Izzy is. He is. Uh, he's got lightning bolt eyebrows and blue skin, green eyes, yellow gloves, and it's weird. Okay, so for me, this is a weird thing, but since it's a nostalgia-based thing, it's appropriate. I remember being in Walmart in probably '96, and I remember seeing a plushie or like a stuffed oh. Izzy in Walmart and thinking, "What is this crap?" <laughs> <laughs> and so ever since then, he that thing has stuck in my mind. And I didn't know what his name was, but I knew he was the Olympic mascot. So whenever the Olympics were coming up, I was like, oh, I should look and see how much that game is. And and it just became this <laughs> this uh, podcast and live stream. And it was, uh, I don't know, I, I didn't hate it. But we'll, we'll come back to our overall feelings in just a minute. But I, one thing that I did want to mention was that some of the like levels... Okay, so there's eight levels in total if you mm-hmm. get all the all rings. All five rings, yes. Uh, we played seven of the eight levels, and they're really long, like obnoxiously long. They are very long, yes. If someone laid the map out in a Nintendo Power, it would be like, <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a Nintendo Power number one, but it would be uh, it would be a lot of pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, It would have to have its own separate strategy guide. It couldn't be like... <laughs> You know, the, the Game Boy strategy guide that Nintendo Power had where they had, like, 20 games that they yeah. did at once. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, the levels were very long, and sometimes you were going, uh, you know, horizontally left and right. Sometimes you had to go vertically up and then mm-hmm. vertically back down. Yep. Not uncommon for the time period, but definitely worth mentioning. It, it was cool. I mean... Yeah. I think I would have preferred smaller levels with more variety, maybe. But... Yeah, I definitely would have, too. Um, yeah, especially like the three acts. And I think Gary, you and I kind of talked about it. It's kind of like if you think about Sonic 1 where each right. level had three acts mm-hmm. versus Sonic 2 where there were a lot more levels, right. but they only had two acts each. And yep. kind of the Sonic 2 model is more enjoyable, I think. I agree. Yeah. I like to, cause I need, I need variety and I need to, uh, move past things relatively quickly <laughs> to like, uh, help my brain out. <laughs> yeah. So for me, there was just a whole lot of redundancy um, in the long levels. But, you know, the background images were not interesting, but the level designs themselves were fun enough. And, and the villains were uh, not too repetitive. And they kind of were, though, weren't they? They were kind of repetitive, I would say. I don't think there were that many. I don't know if the book explains each one. It doesn't, I don't, I don't think. One thing that I did think was kind of cool was that as the game went on, you would see the same characters, but then they would develop new skills. Mm-hmm. Like the little walking tree guys you would see at the beginning. In the first level, they're just walking back and forth. By the third level, they're throwing acorns or something. At yeah, you. yeah. So, no, so that's that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. And I think in difficult mode, they actually walk a lot faster. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. And I think that your jumps are a little more... Uh, at least they seemed a little quicker to me in that... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. It's it hard is. to tell. Because there's so much lag when you jump, mm-hmm. it's hard to like realize what's actually normal versus <laughs> not normal. It, it, it's very odd. It's hard to explain like just like from a pure audio perspective. Like you almost have to see it to like understand how it works or play the game. But it's it's it seems intentional. It doesn't seem like an error because like I think of um I think it was the Lion King game for the Nintendo the NES like I played a, a ROM of it years ago mm-hmm. and I mean I bought it legally in Europe and <laughs> I <laughs> you know it's like I think it's that game there's some game that I played years ago and whenever you like jump like it 
like the audio and everything slows down, and that didn't happen. Like the audio never really seemed. That's distorted. true. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't think I wasn't listening to it super clearly, but yeah, that most of the well, some of the audio was actually really entertaining. We can yeah. talk about that in a second. Oh, yeah. But the like the background music. It wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like, oh my god, we have to mute this right now. No, no. But it, like, I honestly can't remember what the music was. I just remember that one of the songs did not go the way I expected it to go at a certain <laughs> point. That's the only part of the music that I remember. Right. But um, some of the sound effects I did like, um, like when Izzy's at the edge of a ledge and he like goes like, whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty fun. <laughs> Anytime he'd say it, I, I'd like repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they they definitely programmed a lot of stuff in there because think about in the in the ancient Greece world where he does walk across that teetering thing and like his walk changes. Yeah, yeah, his, his walk changes where he's like walking over a tightrope rather than his normal like confidence strut that he has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really they really put a lot of love into making this character cool. I just wish that. I, number one, I disagree with the Atlantans that Izzy is stupid. I don't think Izzy's stupid. But I also didn't live in Atlanta and have to deal with him for, you know, a couple years probably. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's got a lot of problems, but I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I definitely didn't hate it. Um, I'd, be, I'd be disappointed if I bought this game. Like, back in the day, for oh, yeah. $30, $40. Oh, yeah. Uh, it would be okay for, like, a $5 rental back in the day, I think. Right. Um, you know, you just, like, play it once. Or probably play it twice, because if you don't get all the rings, you want to play it again. Right. Or, or play it on difficult mode, because there are different difficulties. But, you know, the game's not very long. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really not a whole lot of variety within the levels. So... Yeah, I'd be disappointed if I bought this at full retail back in the day. That's a that's a really good point. I I feel like as a kid, I don't know, is this something that like I would have weirdly grown nostalgic for over time? Like would I have played this in 1995 and then picked it up just periodically over the years and now be like, I love this game. Or Yeah, it, it's hard to tell sometimes, you know, some some games you liked as a kid and you're always going to like them, but Yeah. But, you know, some games I had as a kid, I liked them as a kid, but I might never play them again. But <laughs> Pac-Man 2. <laughs> yeah, I did actually like that game as a kid. You're actually right. And you know what? Pac-Man 2 is, like, he has a lot of animations he in did, that game. Yeah, yeah. I know we're kind of going off track here, but it's something very <laughs> similar to Izzy. Izzy's got, like, a ton of animations, and I really think it's one of the best parts of this game. Yeah. And that actually really reminds me of Pac-Man 2. That's true. There's no stupid slingshot feature, but aside from that, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Maybe we should do that game sometime. Yeah, yeah. I, I just have to remember how to beat that one level, because I, <laughs> I, I could never figure it out as a kid. It's it's much less difficult than I was giving it credit for, though. <laughs> right, I know. I remember when I looked it up, I was like, oh, that's not too hard. I know. <laughs> there was something in that game. Well, we'll save it for later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was nothing in this game that got too challenging. I did think it was kind of hard for, a, you know, what is essentially a kid's game. But... It never. I never felt super stressed, except for maybe a couple of the like flight feature moments or whatever. Yeah, sometimes when you're locked into kind of like a vehicle sequence where you're having to go fast and you have to not hit things, mm-hmm. then it got a little stressful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think that's all the major points I wanted to talk about this. You, 
Uh, I did have one more that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, and it's not anything really unique to this game, but there were a decent amount of, like, secret areas where you could get, like, goodies, yeah. like, extra lives, continues. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I feel like when we were playing at the start, maybe we weren't going for those as much. But, yeah. you know, sometimes there's, like, a wall that you can go through. You know, it's not, like, the most, like, secretive game or, like, <laughs> the best secrets. But I did enjoy, like, finding secrets, especially near the end when we were kind of running out of lives. And <laughs> right. we're like, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> we, uh, we might actually need these secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of enjoyed that piece of it, too. It was cool. It was, um, it reminds me of another game. And I've been trying to think of it for the past three hours, and I cannot tell you what it was. <laughs> But there's another game where there's there's that sort of rigid level design and there's things that are hidden that you have to like walk through walls that you don't, you know, know are there or, mm -hmm. or this, that or the other and then jump and then jump again. And then, oh, now you've got this hard to find thing. Oh, I think it's Claymates. Okay. Maybe it's Claymates. I haven't I, played that, so oh. I'll have to take your word for it. Maybe we should do that game. That would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> are, that... are we talking about Izzy, or are we just talking about games we're going to do in the future? <laughs> oh, there's actually something else I wanted to bring up about Izzy. Um, mm -hmm. So, and uh, this was very odd. So you would jump at random times, and, um, well, you, you tell Izzy to jump. Right. And eggs would appear, and the eggs would have goodies oh, in them. Yeah. And so sometimes they had good stuff, and every once in a while it was a trap, and it would have like a bomb or something that would hurt you. Yeah. But it, it seemed very random where they were. I have no idea if they're set in certain places. I have no idea if the goodie or baddie on the inside <laughs> is like set within that egg, or if it's just completely random. Yeah, I did, I did see a minute ago when I was looking at the back, it says, hidden egg-shaped surprises that fall from thin air. Be careful. Some are dangerous. I wish I had seen that before the we started yeah. the game, but yeah, because we got hit a couple times when it had like a bomb inside and it blew up. Yeah, um, the only other game I can think of that was like kind of that random with with its secrets in that respect was Mylon Secret Castle, which was an NES and Game Boy game. Not a very good game, but <laughs> it had, had like a lot of like random secrets that you just have to know were there to like get them. It, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. You know, it's so unique, I just can't hate it. I mean, I agree with you. If I were a kid, I'd be pissed about this game. But as an adult, I'm like, it's kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was a, it was a fun diversion for two hours. Yeah. Uh, we might not ever play it again. Maybe not. But I don't regret playing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've definitely had those games where I regret playing them. We never threw the controller. <laughs> I don't think we ever really got that upset with it. No, no, usually not. Um, I guess, did we talk about the hit detection where, um, sometimes it felt like we were, oh, we should didn't. have gotten hit yeah. and we didn't get hit. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. It was, yeah, I, I think part of it is, and I think I had mentioned this before, I think you might be mostly invincible when you're jumping. Right. And so if a projectile hits you while you're jumping, you're safe. But mm -hmm. even then I feel like there were times when we should have gotten hurt yep. and we didn't. Yeah, it was weird. Like, there were moments where we were standing and something was dripping down on us, but, like, it dissolved right before it got to Yeah, us. that's right. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't know if that was a, a, flaw, a flaw or, like, if they were baiting you to jump to avoid it and then you'd hit it. Yeah. I don't know. Or if in difficult mode it goes oh, all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a weird thing to build into the game, but... <sighs> What do I know? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, maybe one day we'll have to play in difficult mode. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit this as our uh, 
maybe maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll revisit this as like a, at a special time and and try to play through it again and get all of those rings. <laughs> we got to get all the rings. If we don't get all the rings, we fail. Got to catch them all. <laughs> Olympic rings. Um, uh, so I guess the real question is: Should this game be remembered? That's a tough one to answer. Yeah. Um, you know there are unique pieces. I, the health was unique. The um, I really like the animations again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really like a special game. And again, like the whole jumping, like the jump lag mechanic, really kind of drags the game down. Now it doesn't make the game unplayable by any extent, no. extent of the imagination. You can absolutely play through this game, but it's just it. It feels like maybe the game was rushed, or it, it's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I agree with you. I, I don't think that this game is complete, but for what it is, like it's pretty solid. Like I've definitely played way less put together games, and but it's just I don't know. There's enough variety, and it's I think honestly what helps it is the shortness of it for me. Yeah, it was disappointing when it ended. I, yeah, I think when we were on the live stream, I only know of one game that had like a more <laughs> abrupt ending than this one that I could remember. But yeah, yeah, there is. I think if the game extended too long, it might like overstay its welcome a little bit. And right. so this game didn't do that because it did end fairly quickly. It was getting pretty damn close though. Like yeah. for me, I was starting to get bored with it or not just irritated i guess it started getting a little difficult near the end and you're like oh gosh like (laughs) like because i really thought we had to do five levels and i'm like if this is level three uh oh i know we might be in trouble (laughs) it was getting hard because because we get we did actually get a game over and we thought oh well you know we'll get a bunch of lives with our continue you can collect continues in the game and we had a bunch of them Uh uh-huh but they only give you two lives i think it was yeah and so you better be pretty good Right. Fortunately, I guess we were, or you were, because you picked up my slack. But I think that I was just kind of losing focus at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely lost a lot of lives in that second stage right. when I was... Yeah, the Sega Genesis controller and I didn't have a great relationship. I was trying to like hold back to not go as fast during a vehicle part. Oh, yeah. But it was like pushing me up and down, and then I was hitting like the obstacles and dying. Yeah. Oof. It's a... It's a mess, but I mean, like I, to be perfectly honest, no, I don't think this game should be remembered. I think it's, I think it's a, a step above the trash, but like it's fun for two hours and, and then it yeah probably never again. <laughs> if you can find it for less than 10 bucks, right. pick it up and play through it. Right. If, if it's more than 10 bucks, you know, maybe just don't play it. Yeah. But I've played I've played so many platformers that are worse than this. Like platformers that may look better, but they're worse. And I, I you know, it's I can't I can't like completely cast it off because of that. But yeah, I mean for the time period though, there were so many platformers, so you know, yeah, there's some that are worse, but there's gonna be so many that are like better. That's true. So even if you're trying to like if you made a list of the top twenty Genesis platformers, Izzy's not gonna make the list. Sorry, sorry, Izzy. <laughs> you're just Izzy. not gonna make the cut. Yeah, yeah. You might be in the top twenty cutest characters, like <laughs> for platformers, but right. eh. top top twenty most active sprites. Uh, most athletic sprites. <laughs> most athletic. Yeah. I mean he's pretty athletic of a dude, but mm-hmm. his game 
you, you've got a lot going for you, but your game's not it, bud. No. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Or? I think that's about it. I, I think we covered everything. Oh, we, we wanted to do, do some want... YouTube comments. Yeah, and let's... So, and so, because, again, we didn't get all the rings, so we wanted to see the last level, and so we went to YouTube and watched a long play it's actually the long play archive has a long play of this game and they got all the rings. So they played the last level, but some of the comments uh, that we found on YouTube were kind of funny. I thought, I mean, so we got Demetrius uh, who says, this is one of my favorite games from back in the day. So, you know, he must've really liked the game. Mm-hmm. Pablo says old memories, which is positive. <laughs> but then Juro Jack says, I only have memories of the game over and lose life songs. <laughs> I had little to no idea of what to do in this game when I was younger. And you know what? When we first started playing, I felt the same way. Yeah. It was like, what are all these things I'm collecting? Like, what does this all do? And actually, I, I don't think we talked about it, but when you first start the game, oh yeah, it actually tells you how to play it. It's almost like an arcade game, like, like explaining itself to you. Yeah. It's like, collect these to do this. But there was like so much stuff to collect and like so many things on there that it was like, uh-oh, like, are we going to have to remember this? We might have to write this down. <laughs> I still feel like there were certain collectibles that we picked up, and I'm not 100% sure what they did. I, like, I'm not sure if the torch is actually made. You <laughs> right. get to, like, a bonus level, or if it was just bonus points. I'm really not sure. Nope. I had this game, and I really have no idea how I got it or why I played it. Every now and then I'd get bored of playing Yoshi's Island, so I'd play this. I had no idea this game was based off a TV short. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was a uh, TV short called... Izzy's Quest for the Gold, I believe. And it was, uh, for many years, considered lost media. Uh, it aired on, what, TNT, I think they said? I think it was TNT, TNT yes. once, and then presumably TNT destroyed the tapes or lost them or something. And, uh, and then someone just happened to find it uh, a year ago. Uh, and uh, so it's no longer lost media, and you can watch Izzy's Adventure on YouTube. Hopefully. So, we didn't actually look up the link. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's still there. <laughs> but um, Wikipedia says it's there, and of course Wikipedia is 100% accurate. You'd have to be a genius to edit Wikipedia. Right, yeah. I've, I've never figured it out multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently Jasmine on here says that Izzy appeared as a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade balloon. Oh. So good on you, Izzy. I think I remember that. And I think I remember like, oh, that's that stuffed animal. This is going to mean something someday. <laughs> 25 years later. Right. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of comments, though. No. Again, this, this long play was only actually recorded about a year ago, and there's only 11 comments. One guy says it's in his closet collecting dust. It will soon be on my bookcase collecting dust. Unless you want to hold on to it and it can be on your bookcase collecting dust. I'll look over there and smile, remembering yeah. this moment in Izzy's little tightrope walk. <laughs> yeah. No. It... <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much this game and this episode. So, Kevin, do you want to tell us about what game we're going to be talking about next month? Yeah, so next month uh, we decided we we're going to do Mischief Makers, which is an N64 game which was developed by Treasure. Ooh. Now, Treasure... They developed um, some other games that are more popular, such as Gunstar Heroes, and actually the Wario uh, World g- 
game. Is it Royal World is on it? the GameCube? Oh, yeah, they did do that. Yeah, that was done by Treasure as well. And a lot of other good games. Dynamite Hattie on the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. Yeah. Uh, they got treasure in that name. Uh, <laughs> and they kind of did with Wario World because the game's about him hunting treasure. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess they like treasure. <laughs> and they are a treasure. They're one of my favorites. Yeah. Some great games in the 90s and early 2000s from Treasure. So that is the game we're going to be doing next. And awesome. Well, I've never played it. I don't even think I know what it is. So I'm excited to see this. I've only played a little bit, but I was enjoying what I played. So Awesome. Well, uh Follow the link in the show notes for our Twitch channel and our Instagram accounts, and it will uh, we'll let you know as soon as we decide on a date uh, for that. And we'll try to get a little more streamlined about that going forward once we get all this figured out. So uh, we'll be back in a month, and uh, we'll we'll have another forgotten cartridge, and uh, maybe we'll have a tagline on how to end this thing. <laughs> but until then. Uh, Uh, I've been Gary. I've been Kevin. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Forgotten Cartridge. To find out more about this show or any of our other shows, visit us on the web at www.waxnostalgicnetwork.com.